TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons on the score. And they go to Kobe. Negotiates his way to the rim. The dish to Drummond. Puts it on the deck. In front. DeRozan. Three ball. No. Rebound. Caruso's. Reset on the clock. They go to Kobe. Kobe knocked it inside with a right-handed layup. Up and good. What a highlight. <laughs> Where's my back to back to back jacks? At least like a Gabe and Grody to the roof. Double yeah. G. <laughs> yeah. Nice little layup off the backboard. And the Bulls, Bulls go up six. Double G with the rock. To the rack. Tone it. And a foul. There it is. Uh, Chuck and Bill tonight. Along with Alyssa Bergamini. That's right. Shout out Sean Shears, man. Doing a great job this week. Yeah, you it's know? been fun. It's been a fun Ro- three Roland days. solo is not easy. Especially when you got two clowns like you and I running the show. That's right. So it's not not easy. So so job well done this week, Sean. I know Thanks, we guys. got one more day tomorrow, but I just yeah. wanted to. No, we don't. time to mess it up. We don't but, have one know. more day Oh, tomorrow. no, you've messed it up plenty today. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't sell yourself short, kid. Hey, when we oh, have great. a segment where we're playing clips, just kind of focus. <laughs> Pay attention to us. <laughs> is that what you do? I just thought you just throw stuff at the board. Oh. Is that what you guys do on this show? This is it for oh, us no. for, for right now because I am not. Marshall Harris is going to be in tomorrow. I appreciate you I saying that I was going to be here. I'll be on with you guys. Yeah, i got to get back o'clock. to the hall. i got to get. I've, not, I've been shut. Are you out itching? this week. I am itching. I, I, I am. I know the JD thing. Probably you wish you were there. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. You know, I wasn't. I, I was only there. Talked. With, oh, I missed that. Mm. Yeah, no, that, that's hard. I actually just miss like being in the locker room. And and Friday's the worst day for open locker room, just because players are out of there. Yeah, you know, it's Friday. It's understandable. I see. The prime days are Wednesday and Thursday. That's when everybody is present. Everybody's ready to talk. Not that they don't on Friday, but uh, I'll take a I'll take a swing through the locker room tomorrow, and then I'll report back to you and Marshall Harris tomorrow about five o'clock. He's Mark Grody. I'm Gabe Ramirez, uh, filling in for Parkinson Spiegel today. Do you have an arch nemesis? Mm, on term, the media beat? In terms of a reporter. Chris Emma, I suppose. No. Probably I'm it. About that, so you guys. Yeah. Do I have an enemy in there? Not um, an enemy, but you know, you know what we were talking yeah, about. Yeah, like, like somebody know, that you're competing with. Like or your you nemesis. Just don't, yeah, your nemesis. You just don't mm. talk to him maybe as oh. much. Oh, arms oh. crossed Grody. Oh, let's see here. He, he's, you want to read into that? Well, yeah. I already did. <laughs> I already did. Look at me standing up now. Arms crossed Grody. Arms are wide open. With arms wide open. Sorry about that. That that sound that, that felt like maybe, you know, you, you might have had a, a, a run in with someone, but it's not a really a, a nemesis, and then you don't really want to talk no, about it. No, no. I, I'm like that was more of my going into thinking mode. Like, let me see, is there anybody in there? You're no, like, I who think I get, like me. I think I get along <laughs> with everybody in there pretty well. But I will tell you the dynamic that exists in there. Okay, and that is, it is a pretty close room. Just like with any group of people, there are cliques 
of reporters uh, that hang out together and all of that, and that's you know that's understandable. Um, I would say though that the while it, there there is a there is an air of keep your enemies close kind of mm. thing because it is highly highly competitive, highly everybody wants the news, that's everybody why wants that's the why best it's interesting tweet. That people play people play nice because. You know, you guys are all kind of, kind of gearing towards the same thing. That's that's what it is. Like, it, they, for the most part, yes. I mean, there have been conflicts, absolutely, in with within the media, within that room. Of course, that exists, and of course, there are people that probably don't like each other. But everybody kind of plays nice. There's some genuine friendships that exist. But yeah, a little clicky at times. And everybody wants it. Like, mm. it's a very, very ambitious group. You have to Sounds be. like uh, the Bulls over the last 18 months where the key pieces, they actually want it themselves. They, they want it, want baby. To share. And that's why uh, people have been looking at this Bulls team sideways, but now uh, they're looking at them straight up and down vertically. Why? Because they've been winning some games as of late without Zach Levine. And we get to discuss them for the next few minutes with our next guest joining us on the Circus Sports Illinois Hotline. Uh, he uh, needs little introduction. This guy is, you know, legendary in my mind. Ran into him at a Bears game, had a chance to chat with him, had him on the show before. Now we get an opportunity to talk uh, Bulls a little bit more. It's none other than Scoop Jackson. Scoop, what's up, man? Welcome to the show. Get him there in a second. Scoop. No scoop. He said, he said his introduction I- wasn't good enough. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, I got you, Scoop. You there? Yeah, I'm here. I got you. <laughs> oh, man. I know there's no one that, that keeps – like me, I, I look at the Bulls all the time, you know, because I love them so much in my heart, and I try to be an apologist for them often. But I love talking to you, Scoop, because you never let me go down that path. You always keep okay. real with me in, in the I present. do, I do. Okay, let me ask you okay, Let me just ask you a quick question. Quick okay. question. Ready. I don't want to ask you why you love and protect and, you know, uh, uh, you know, make excuses or whatever, whatever. I, I'm not going to ask you for your unconditional love for the Bulls. I do want to ask you this, though. If you were not living in Chicago or from Chicago, mm. would you feel the same? I'd probably be saying, what the hell is going on over there? Like, okay. every, like year in and year out. I'd probably, I'd probably be thinking that a little bit more than I do now where I'm, I'm hopeful for success from within. And, and I think that's just a fan in me. that I have a, a soft spot in my heart for some of these guys and, and then I, I just think that they can, you know, it can, it can end up being like a Coach Carter movie where they figure it out in the middle of the season and then make a championship run or something like that. Okay. No, no it's, it's good. I ask people the question all the time about just Chicago teams because we, I think we're emotionally connected to our teams here in Chicago, unlike most other cities. And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not excluding Philadelphia, but I do want to exclude Philadelphia because they're a little different. <laughs> but, you know, we are emotionally attached to our teams in ways that I think sometimes can be unhealthy. Mm-hmm. And I asked the question, like, if you weren't from here, would you feel the same way about the team? Most people answer, like, no, nah, not at all. So my thing is that as sports fans, we always have teams outside of the city that we mess with. You know what I'm saying? You get some fans here, Laker fans, you know, some fans here that were, that were Patriots fans when Brady was there. You know, you get fans, hey, look, I'm not from that, but I like that team because I like what that team represents. Yeah, my yeah. thing is that here in Chicago – there's so many years we've gone by where our team doesn't represent mm. who we are as a city, doesn't represent why we, you know, mess with them. But we're still attached to them, but we wouldn't do that for anybody else. And the only reason to do it is because of the city. And my thing is that 
you don't like the team, you're in love with the city. <laughs> it's yeah. not the team. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I was asking that. You know, because dealing with the Bulls, what we've been through the last couple of years, you know, you see glimpses of hope and this, that, and the other. But last couple of years, we all know, to me, that this team should represent itself much better than it should have over the last couple of years. Is that correct? Yeah, probably. I think the problem with the the bowl scoop is that – and by the way, Scoop, Mark Grody here. I've never talked to you, but I've always listened oh, to yeah. you. And yeah. yeah, it's it's great to talk. Yeah, no, to no, 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 fan, man. I've been I've been following you for a long time. Oh, Good talking to you, man. Oh, that means a lot, man. Thank you so much. I think that the problem with with the Bulls and you, know, you talk about like teams, like the Bulls specifically, do they that they represent the fans? Jordan ruined all of that. Yeah. Basically, the '90s Bulls ruined all that. There's this weird confusing expectation because we always talk about like Chicago's blue collar and all of that stuff. You had the blue collar thing with Scott Skiles, like those bulls, those were right. the, the blue collar, kind of like the way the bulls are playing right now with how they're moving the ball around and it's team basketball, which looks great. But I think the bulls are like the exception to that because of what we had the star power and six damn titles in this town when it comes to the bulls. Right. But I'm going to push back on that a little bit for the same fact that, you know, we can remove the Bulls and have a Bears conversation, and are we blaming it on that one eighty-six team? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. Like we're trying, like the Bears have been. Yeah. So you're saying right, the Bears exactly. have been trying to live up to that since '85? Uh, no, that's what, that's what you said. I'm just applying your theory okay. to another team and seeing is that is that is it's not just Jordan. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's yeah. just Jordan because we're really living with that same shadow where people are emotionally connected to the Bears in a way that they won't let go. Are they just hanging on to 86? Look, yeah. we could talk 100 years of people hanging on on the north side to the Cubs. <laughs> well, <laughs> that, yeah. That same emotional attachment. So I don't want to get it, you know, I hear what you say. I'm just pushing back a little bit. Like, I think it's, I think the mirror needs to not go in one direction. It needs to, like, really just look back at us and not, like, single out the Bulls as if they're different. But they won the six. Way- they won six, and Jordan is considered like the greatest athlete, not just in Chicago, but one of the greatest athletes should, or team I, sports I, players I of all Scoop time. Is, I think what Scoop was trying to say is we should want and hold our team to that standard year in and year out, instead of allowing our team to not and then still no, be a fan of them at the same. Right. No, Gabe, you are, but I'm saying that we should treat those of us who have teams that we root for or call ourselves fans of, whatever, that are not from Chicago. We should treat our Chicago teams the exact same way. You know, like Lakers fans are not in L.A. They're like, man, look, they will scream and fight and be angry at everything that the Lakers organization does. Same thing with, like, it, because I'm not in L.A., so I don't have to live with this every day. But, no, the Lakers need to, the Lakers need to, you know, they, they, they'd be like, I'm done with the Lakers. I'm a Knicks fan. I'm done with the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm done. But my thing is that the emotional detachment here in Chicago, we don't treat it the same way. We stay, we stay married, man. Mm, we yeah. stay married. Divorce does not exist. I'm loyal. <laughs> I'm loyal, Scoop. D- divorce does not That's, exist. You're right. You're I'm right. like, I'm like my grandma in the '60s. I, I don't, I don't want to get out of this relationship. Right, right. Yeah, put Gabe, a ring on it and keep Gabe, it on it. Yeah. Gabe, Gabe, no, that stop because you know, and this is no disrespect. I'm just using this as, uh, uh, uh just make to make a point. It has no actuality on it. Just making a point. If the Bulls were your wife, you'd be in court right now. You're right. (laughs) 
I'd already have. I already be talking to my. I'd already be talking to my boo thing on the side. Oh man, that's 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 exactly what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. When would you have gone to court though? At what point in time in this Bulls franchise's history, Gabe? Or you scoop after the championships? Uh, No, we're saying if if, that should be the timeline. Okay. When after the championships would you have gone to the courthouse to be like the next year? Oh me, I can give you my answer. Eddie Robinson. My answer is very quick. No, no, no. My answer came no two years ago. When they were in the playoffs, playing against the Milwaukee Bucks mm-hmm. with no Chris Middleton, mm-hmm. and they let Grayson, Grayson and they let Grayson Allen, oh. who took out AC, who had AC injured, who really that that injury was just as big as Ball's injury, really losing AC for that time for what Grayson yeah. Allen did to him. When they let Grayson Allen beat them in the series, embarrassing. That's when I was like, I'm done. Right, exactly. That's what I'm like, oh, divorce court, let's go. I'm looking at Judge, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm you. looking at Judge Judy, Judge Harvey, Judge, I'm looking at all of them. Bring Wapner for the hell of it. Judge you know? Millie, yeah. Yeah. I'm bringing Wapner, exactly. Uh, exactly. We're talking to Scoop Jackson here on 670, the score. It's Gabe Ramirez, Mark Grody, filling in for Parkinson Spiegel. Uh, let's talk about some, I mean, I want to stay in the historic aspect here with the Chicago Bulls team and talk about, you know, some major fork in the roads that you feel like, you know, because it is hard in the NBA to win, right, Scoop, if you don't have the yes. talent. and But 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 you should – the goal should be to comp- be competitive year in and year out. So can you think back to some fork in the roads that maybe you felt like the, the Bulls made some wrong turns that they would have been better off had they done some other things and had themselves in a better position in the present? Ooh, well, you can go back to the Gar and Pack situation um, and that, you know, what it unfolded with their relationship with Tibbs. And I understand they're all, you know – personality class they you know they were all difficult to deal with but I thought that right there that whole situation could have been handled better like to me there was so much stuff going on inside behind closed doors within the organization that we shouldn't even had privy to know in the media but it got to the point where egos got in the way and we started finding out and they did nothing to protect that and once stuff gets out it's hard for it not to affect how people move forward. And hell, just just a reminder, we saw what happened to the Golden State Warriors once, you know, that image of Draymond Green mm. knocking Jordan Poole out, how that affected them and it's still affecting them. That that incident is still affecting the Golden State Warriors. So what I'm saying is that you're asking a question about where I can where the fork in the road comes. I think one of the ones that always stands out with me was that fork between Tibbs, Pax and Gar and that entire relationship and how dysfunctional it became, but how it affected them because we knew about it and they didn't hide it from us. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, they, yeah, this is uncomfortable. Ever, right. I don't think they really ever have recovered from that to a certain degree. So, you know, everything else to me falls after that. And currently I think that, and this is, uh, no, I hate, I hate, I hate using collateral damage. I use the people as collateral damage. But part of that is looking at what happened to Ball and him going down. And a big fork in the road to me is going back to those Tibbs days where there may have been dysfunction from the front office and him as the head coach. You know, Tibbs was still able to get maximum participation and performance out of his players, especially the point guard position. Mm. So remember when Derrick Rose went down? Oh, yeah. Tibbs always had a point guard, and not an A-list point guard. No, 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 like a C-list one right, that, but they, that can get buckets. But, yeah. Right, but didn't everyone that replaced Derrick Rose every time he went down come up and, like, 
damn near get a max contract because of the way they play. <laughs> C.J. Watson. C.J. Watson. C.J. Watson, D.J. Augustine, uh, John Lucas III. Uh, right, you know, he. every one of them had career seasons playing under Tiz because he was able to coach them up to a certain degree. And I'm saying that you talk about another fork in the road. Lines of balls got down. And finally, Kobe White has been able to step up. But that's almost been by default because for the last two years, they haven't been able to coach anybody or even tried to get anybody to come up and do exactly what we saw Tibbs do. That's true. That's true. We were talking about this a little bit earlier, Scoop, and that is the – obviously, the Bulls have played well lately. Um, they right. they are – after a start – that felt like this whole thing was going to break down and you got to rebuild and Arturis is not it and all that. They're 14 and 18. The simple question is, do you believe that this is sustainable? Is, are the Bulls actually a playoff team that could win a playoff series? Here's the thing. Okay, I'm answering your question, but I'm going to throw a question in there so we can all have a quick discussion about this. And it's in the moment. So, the Bulls right now would be a 10 seed. Am I correct? Yes. I'm not looking at my computer. I think they'd oh, be a 10, 10 seed yep. if I look. So they get in the playing tournament, and I think right now they have to play the Knicks, right? If they were in the playing tournament, they play Brooklyn first. They play Brooklyn first. Okay, so here's my question. Miles Bridges is dropping 40, and they're losing. <laughs> okay, is that what so, so you think as is, and I'm talking about right now with Zach still being on the team but not on the floor. Let's mm-hmm. just say, you know, they don't do anything, and everything is as is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think this team, the way they're playing right now in a playing game, can beat Brooklyn <laughs> in a one in a one yeah. game playing situation. Yeah, that, that, I think they can. Yeah, I agree. Right, I think right, right. they can. I, I agree. I, think I they agree. Can. Yes, I give it a yes too. Okay, and then you look at the other two teams. What they have to play again? So I think one is the Knicks, and I forgot who the other one is. Uh, same it, thing. Same question. Same right. question. Same question. Do you yeah. think they will beat that next team? You know what? You know what I think, Scoop. Since we're having a round table, I think that the Bulls will be a try hard team that will find themselves in that sixth seed so that they don't have, even though they're not going to be better than those teams below them, but you know how it is. Try hard teams in the regular season. You put in max effort, you know, night in and night out, which is what the Bulls have been doing, you know, in the last couple of weeks. So I think they could sneak into that spot, but I will answer your question. Do I think they could beat the Knicks? Probably no, but Indiana... Yeah, I think they can. Four, I, four, I would say I, I will say no. I will say no we'll because because <laughs> they've got the star. Right. They've got and then like I know it's funny that we're talking about Zach Levine. You're still without a star. I'm not saying I want it's Zach that, Levine. No, in you're there. right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. And I see the his thing. I agree with you to a certain degree. My point is that all I've looked at the Bulls this year is all I want them to do from last year is win that playing game that they lost last year to Miami. Just be good enough and as a team. Like, you all really just lost a quarter to Miami last year, and that was the fourth quarter of that, you know, that, that, that final playing game. If you had won the fourth quarter, you are in the playoffs. My thing is, can you get there? Now, who you play once you get there, that's a whole other problem for next season. <laughs> right, right. My thing is, I really do believe, and maybe I'm, I'm falling into games like, you know, <laughs> back in love. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not, married, I'm, not, I'm not married to the Bulls, but I'm cheating with the Bulls uh-huh. on you because the Bulls are your wife's game, so now I'm, I'm cheating. Your wife is with me now. She, so, got, she, got, she got a fatty. She got a fatty. Right, so right, 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 right. Exactly, exactly. I think that they, playing right now who they are right now, they have the ability to win two games in a playing series. Now, can they beat anybody they have to play once they get in? Nope. I'm not sure about that because, Mark, that goes to what you said. That's when I think they'll need their superstar. Right. Like, they can't go in there without having 
that dude to match up against somebody else in a seven-game yeah. series. But in a one-off, I think they could do it. And two years ago, we weren't able to say this because the one thing they weren't doing is beating quality teams. Where did they go? Two for 15 with teams that were in the playoffs, something like that? Yeah. They had a horrible record against teams that either had a winning record or that were in the playoffs that season two seasons ago. And it got a little better last year. But when the whatever hit the fan, you know, and they were they won one play and they yo got to play Miami to get in, they kind of fell apart. I think this year that will not happen. Looking at the way they play, they're playing right now. If we apply it to what it could look like in April, the question is: You ask, is it sustainable? I don't think in a seven-game series without the superstar, somebody who can bona fide. Somebody whose name is at the top of that eraser board, that white eraser board, and everybody's locker room. Without that person that's going to give them 25 or 30, then I don't think they can win a first-round series. But they can definitely get into playing series. I 100% agree. This is not – like, they may even, like, get into a, a best-of-seven and, and force a game seven. Like, they might string it out yes. to seven, but they will not win – the game seven in in that case. I mean, they could come close and grind it out and do what they're doing right now. But as far as winning a playoff series, I completely agree with you, Scoop. Yeah, yeah. And all we could do with what we're seeing right now. Now, we could be very hypothetical, you know, but I know you all are not that sports show. You all don't get down like that. You all try to deal with what's really real. So if, if we're applying certain things, it's going to be actually with what we're seeing right now. And if we decided to get hypothetical, you know, we can say, all right, what's that going to look back look like once he comes back, if he comes back, and if he doesn't come back, what are they going to get in his return, and how is that person or person going to fit into what they're doing right now, so so that they they're gaining they're gaining more but not losing anything at the same time. That's going to be the tough part, Scoop. Right, like if it you is. if you get a if you get a D'Angelo Russell back, like since we're speaking of hypotheticals, if you get a D'Angelo Russell back. I mean, he is a nice point guard, right? Someone that can distribute the ball and make people around him better, you know, by finding him in the correct spaces. Now, but then you take away, take the ball out of Kobe White's hand a little bit, right? Right, and my, right, right. But do you do that right? The way Kobe's playing, the last thing I'm looking for right now is a point guard because once you really turn the keys over to him this year, once he came into the season knowing that, all right, man, this is your car, this is your whip, you do your thing because you know Lonzo's not coming back this year so you don't have to look over your shoulder. So you're handling the ride right now. The way he's handled the ride, unless the wheels fall off the ride, then I'm not looking at a point guard right now. That, that's just me. Okay, you've mentioned power forward before on this station. I know the yes, position yes, that you feel that you know the Bulls <laughs> have been void of. Uh, so, is, so is that the direction you're heading in then? You want a, a guy that can come in and be that four, the real four? Well, I go back to Mark's thing about what are you going to get in value for Zach Levine? You know what I'm saying? One, the contracts to a certain degree have to match up uh, to, you know, to a certain degree, whether, whether it be in monetary value, whether it be in trades, or hell, I mean, they may want to throw Bill, Billy Donovan in there <laughs> with the trades. <laughs> I don't know. know. <laughs> right, you never know. But what I'm saying is that I don't know what power forward is going to be available that gives you the same max value that we're talking about having that co-superstar on this team who's going to be a power forward that other teams are going to be afraid of when they have to face. Because you're still going to need, you're still going to need ball movement, but you're going to need a bona fide all-star quality power forward. Now, you made a nice, you know, a, you made a nice point about trying to bring somebody like D'Angelo Russell in here. But who's the power forward equivalent plus something 
hmm. to get for Zach Levine. Because my thing is this. You can get rid of Zach Levine, get a lot of trade value, this, that, and the other. But if we're trying to advance and get past at least the first round of the playoffs, we're going to need somebody who's, who's – who's, all right, this person is going to give us either 2010 or this person is going to give us 25 and 6. Who is that person? If it is the power forward, who's that power forward? You know what I'm saying? What team is really through Zion. with that power forward right now? Ooh, Zion. That's a good one. Zion, anyone? Little Zion? Yeah. Little, little Zach for Zion? Little – C.J. McCollum with Brandon Ingram and Zach, a little high-flying, fast team. We're getting real hypothetical now, man. Hey, yeah, sounds like a fun like, segment. Yeah, right, like right. It. it does sound like a fun segment. But <laughs> that would – but, but here's again. Would, I'm, since you all threw it out there, would you take Zion? And to keep in mind, what, what contract is Zion on? He's on a, an extension, but he doesn't max up with what Zach's making, nope. does he? No, no. no. Okay, so Zion and what? And is it going to be three teams? Jose Alvarado. <laughs> I'll take the Boricua over here. Bring him over here. He just signed a new contract. It's going to be tough, but that's why that's why yeah. we're going to be watching, Scoop, because you know what? We do love this Bulls team. Even if you don't want to admit the love that's there, it is there. We, 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 I think ultimately, and it's just like the Bears, you know, regardless of what side you're on with the Justin Fields conversation, regardless of where you're at with this Bulls team, you just want the teams to do well. Ultimately, at the, at the very end, yeah. and you want to be making the right decisions. And uh, the Bulls will have an opportunity to continue that tonight, taking on the Indiana Pacers. Uh, we are actually leading you into the pregame. Chuck Swirsky, Bill Wendy to the Lissaburger Mini got the call there. Scoop, appreciate you as always, man. Love talking to you about this Bulls team, and have a great night. Always, fellas. Have a good holiday. Have a happy new year. Talk to y'all soon. Appreciate yeah, you having me on, man. Yeah, you're All right, great. Peace, man. Mark. You will. Yeah. You will. You will. Scoop yep. Jackson, make sure you check his stuff out. Chicago Sun Times, and just a. Uh, to me, again, a legendary guy right there, man. When I first ran into him at the Bears game, I was like, oh, damn, that's Scoop Jackson. That's, I, I, he's you know. so compelling. I mean, every time I've heard him on radio, I, it's just it's so yeah. great. Yeah, I don't think I've ever talked to him before. I've always just cool. been a fan. I, I prefer just to listen to him. I don't even want to be part of the interview. I'd, I'd rather just, <laughs> just listen. Let, let yeah. him and I riff back yeah. and forth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All yeah. right, uh, we got one last segment before we toss it over to the Bulls game, uh, and we'll spend that time reminiscing about the last three days of Gabe and Grody. Ooh, oh, the, the best of. <laughs> the best. <laughs> Get that montage ready, Sears. You imagine that? That's great. All right, more of us next. It's Gabe and Grody right here on 670 Score. I'm just going to tell you, that's, that's a bad call. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons on the score. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. 
You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Doing a little OT for G and G. The OPBs. Try the OPBs. A lot of acronyms there. You down with OPB? O- by the way, um, Oak Park Boys. That's right. Those are just... I just saw this. Uh, tweet from our friend Alyssa Bergamini who's okay. at the Bulls game. Chuck Swirsky, Bill Wennington, Alyssa Bergamini getting ready to bring you Bulls basketball. Bulls bounce with Indiana tonight. Bulls. Per Bergs, Billy Donovan said Lonzo Ball <gasps> is expected <gasps> to return <gasps> to running in January okay. and has remained positive throughout the process. <laughs> Trying to get that next... No. He's trying to get that next contract. Yeah. We're trying to be positive over here, Sean. Much better. That's racist. Much better. Sean Sears running the boards right now. How's that racist? Oh, we want to dive into this? Yeah, I do. Right. I do. Well, let's let's start from the wah, wah, wah. We're trying to be positive. And then you say we want positivity. I mean, would you have thrown that in? Would you have thrown that sounder in if I was talking about Mark Grody and positivity? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Highly doubt that. <laughs> so, you know. Like, that's more. I didn't want to talk about this. You're making I, I, no, me. No, I mean, you brought all up. All right, uh, all right, all right. I didn't bring it to try to, like, play gotcha. I just, I literally didn't under, understand it. Like, no. I don't know what you mean. It's kind of like, should I bring up your gaff? <laughs> yes. Oh, yesterday? No, 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 no. Yeah. No, 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 let's don't. Let's, let's, let's. But you started that, though. Backstage. Okay. We were talking about it, and I was just following up. No, he's making me uncomfortable. Up my, yeah, yeah. This up again. Time's uh, the show over. What we are going to talk about? No. What we are going to talk about is. But I want to deliver one of these right. This is Parker speaking, right? Redirect. 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 Yeah. <laughs> redirect. Totally redirect. Redirect. Uh, New Year's Eve weekend, man. It's pretty exciting. Mm. You got big plans, girls? What do you do on New Year's usually? Yeah, check this out, man. Oh um, wow, this sounds big. Yeah, huge, huge. I am. Uh, so uh, New Year's Eve, I'll be going to the Bears game. I will be covering a Bears game. Wow. Yeah. And then yeah. New Year's Day and right then here on the shore. I will be. So then my New Year's Eve is going to be maybe like this is like the I'm doing like the 75 year old thing, man. I mean, doing the senior citizen. Thing. Yeah. You'll be in bed it's by a, nine. Something like that, because I will probably like have a dinner, go out and have a dinner with a couple friends who are also senior citizens. And then I do. Yes, I'm working New Year's Day. I will be on. I will be performing. A Bears Monday from 7 a.m. until 11 a.m. So yeah, I'm not gonna be staying. I'll probably I'll go home and you know I'll watch the the local channels and see what they got going on. With what was the- your uh, What was your favorite? Do you have a Do you have a favorite New Year's Eve ever? Mm. Whether it be with family or maybe you went out to like one of those things. Downtown? Yeah, yeah. There was a all-inclusive those are fun night that i did um and i did a few of those but one in particular there was one at the the now defunct i don't believe it exists anymore there's a bar called justin's that was on (laughs) southport and like that was the neighborhood that i lived in and i did an all-inclusive thing with a bunch of friends and my cousins and it was just so great that sounds fun it was was just such a blast like it was a good night in all sorts of different ways one time one time i hosted a one of those you know new year's eve drops at a hotel where they have like a big bash or whatever like that so they had asked me to host it, and I was like, sure, I'll do it. I was like, but here's the thing. I always spend New Year's Eve with my family, so I'm going to need, like, 20 comp tickets. Oh, And, yeah, yeah. those tickets are, like, 400 bucks or uh-huh. something like that because they're, like, all included and everything. Yeah. Uh, they gave them to me. And really? we had the best. I was 
trash. Oh yeah, man. They didn't ask me to come back. But I was, <laughs> no, I was trash. I was probably too expensive. But I, I, I was trash, and I just remember somebody being like, "Dude, you're you're faded. You shouldn't get on the mic." And I was like, "What? This is a party, baby." Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. And but I'm sure it was one of those. You know how like when you watch TV shows sometimes, and it's like what you think you sound like. Oh yeah. And then they like. They show the trashed version of what you really are. They've had that like on Family Guy and things like yeah. that. Yeah, I think that I think that's me and what I thought I looked like on New Year's you Eve. You seen that yourself day. trashed, yeah. My I... New Year's Eve though, uh, I think last year my wife and I we just like cheers some champagne in the living room, and we do a thing called Here's Two. And so we we try to finish our glasses, and each thing is like a cheers. We say Here's Two. So I'll say one, she'll say one, I'll say one, she'll say one. Oh, okay. And before you know it, we're three three sheets to the wind. Yeah, my um, New Year's Eves haven't been the same since I, I quit drinking, you know. They've like, been better? Yeah, no, I guess. I <laughs> you guess. You remember them? You're yeah. in bed by 9 o'clock I, now? Yeah, I don't know. Is that good? I suppose so. I have no problem doing it. Look, it's, uh, as we say, it's amateur hour yeah. out there usually on <laughs> yeah. New Year's Sean, Eve. Sean, you going to be with the parent parentals or you're going to be with your, your lady friend? I don't have to ask my mom. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I'll be with my uh, my girlfriend. We're gonna be uh, out with some friends. Doing a Go nice dinner. Yeah. yeah, I think I think we're gonna do dinner and then we're uh, we're like spending the night at someone's house. Yeah, don't forget to call your mom at midnight. All right, guys. If you're out and about, even if you send them a text, mom or dad, they always appreciate that stuff. So don't be the a hole that doesn't answer your calls. I always call my mom on New Year's. I wasn't talking to you in particular, but you know, you are a child sometimes. The 31 year old baby <laughs> of the bunch. <laughs> yeah, he is. That's he is. I was the same at 31, right. too, unfortunately. Oh, uh, 31. Yeah. What an age. All right. Got to thank our guest today. Uh, Coach Wanstat hanging out with us in the 4 o'clock hour. Wani. Chris Emma. We also had Scoop Jackson and Will McFadden uh, hanging out with us today. Sean, no matter how much crap I gave you or give you in present, you know I think you do a fantastic job as you've done all week. Thank you for today, sir. Va faire lever peut-être Marcel Cerdon. Le double pump on chassis une fois. Ouais, pas was that racist? No, that was actually a Frenchman speaking French and talking about Wimbenyama. So that was <laughs> okay. right on par. All right. <laughs> so it could have been. That, that all been. lined up. All right. <laughs> now, if it was, eh, whatever. You know, Dan Bernstein plays Is It Irony? Sometimes you and I like to play Is It Racism? <laughs> oh, and I play a lot with you, my friend. Yeah, yeah, because we don't always know. Sometimes we're just ignorant. <laughs> I have to double check sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Am I supposed to be mad right now or not, Grady? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Uh, it has been a fun three days with you, sir. I will say Always that. a blast with you, Gabe. Yeah. Thank you, man. Thanks for the ride on Tuesday. Appreciate it. Uh, coming up next, Bill Wennington, Chuck Swirsky, Alyssa Bergamini, pregame Bulls <sighs> taking on the Indiana Pacers, and hopefully they can win this game today and keep that hot streak rolling. All right, mi gente, that means my people. Hasta la próxima. That means until next time, I am Gabe Ramirez. He is Mark Grody, and this is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. I declare bankruptcy! TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively... Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love... Hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. 
See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 